TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, Ria! It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five, and we're live. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on. Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hope you all had a marvelous Monday. Welcome in on this rainy Tuesday. Yeah, God. It's never going to stop raining. It's never going to stop raining here in the Bay Area, folks. Also, it seems like, because we're getting more rain on the forecast today, so it was raining when I was driving in over the bridge, so please be safe out there if you're just getting off work, just getting on work, getting ready for school, traveling, any of that. If you're on the roadways, just be safe and be cautious. 888-957-9570 is the number if you would like to get involved. That's 888-957-9570. Call or text the Comcast Business Text Line. Same number right there. Hit me up on YouTube. Hit me up on Twitch. Hit me up on Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. Give me a follow. Appreciate that. There's an awful lot to get into. It's not many days where we can touch on every single sport and just have loads of topics. Sometimes you're more leaning into the NFL. Sometimes it's more NBA. That's getting crazy right now. It's getting crazy in the NFL, too. we got owners... And uh, coaches' meetings over in Arizona, and the yearly picture of all the guys getting together. It's just so good. I'll say this big cat of uh, Barstool does a great, great breakdown of each and every coach on there. Highly recommend it. I don't know, Barstool, I don't know, all that. But big cat, great content. We got MLB. Goodbye, Sergio Romo. He pitched in his final game last night at Oracle Park, Giants against the A's. And it was an emotional send-off as Sergio Romo says goodbye to Major League Baseball. He is wrapping them up after 15 seasons. Started with the Giants back in 2008. And after 15 years, he is hanging them up. Good for him. 40 years old. It sneaks up on you because he always had that youthful exuberance, Sergio Romo. He always just kind of made you feel like a kid again when you're at the park. His whole Elma Chone walking music, his flair, his excitement, Gangnam style, shout out 2012, just everything. You're going to miss Sergio Romo. He's one of those guys where I, it's, he's one of the reasons you come to the park. One of the characters. You know, is that kind of that the misfit giant team? Think of the core four Jeremy Affelt, Javier Lopez, Santiago Casilla, him, all there for all the World Series. And by the way, I was just looking up some stats. As we say goodbye to Sergio Romo here on the pregame show. Again, if you'd like to get involved, 888-957-9570. But 42-36 win-loss, career record, 3.21 ERA, 137 saves, over 821 appearances, spanning 722 and two-thirds innings. It's a lot, folks. I believe he's in the top 50 in total appearances in Major League Baseball history. That's pretty damn good for a guy that's a 28th round draft pick by the Giants in 2005 at a Colorado Mesa University in Grand Junction, Colorado. I don't even know where that is. Granted, I've never been to Colorado, but I've never heard of that school. Is that a community college? We were actually talking about this uh, yesterday, me and E-Dog, Evan Giddings. Baseball is such a cool sport 
because you see it every year. There's a guy that's drafted high in the first round that may never even make it into the big leagues, or if he does, it's a cup of coffee, two or three at-bats, see you later. But then you can have guys from like a community college or, or, or from bum, I was going to say the other word, but you know, out in nowhere, nowhere USA, and come in after a two-year transfer and just be a baller. Like, crazy stuff happens in Major League Baseball where you don't see that in other sports. Yeah, you maybe get the occasional, you know, transfer who had one great year in NFL, but not really happened in any other sport other than baseball. So, Sergio Romo, a great, great story. He hangs him up, and it got me thinking as we were watching the A's smash on the Giants last night in the final tune-up before Major League Baseball season. Opening day, folks, just two days away, Thursday, and it's going to start with the Giants taking on the New York Yankees. And yes, Aaron Judge will be there. I know Joe Shasky has his thoughts about whether or not you should even pitch to him. You just hit him every single time. It's going to be interesting how they're going to approach that. I don't expect Logan Webb to be that kind of guy where he's just going to go out and hit him. I don't know if he's that upset about the whole thing, if there's that many hard feelings as it pertains to the team, but it's going to be very, very fascinating. And bearing the lead for the Yankees-Giants, we get we get this guy back. The Yankees oh, win. John, a year of John Sterling faux pas in the booth is going to be oh tremendous. And they're like, Spadoni, don't be mean. He's an older guy. He's going to make mistakes. Yeah, he's going to make mistakes, and it's going to be great. And I'm going to have each and every one of them right here on the pregame show all season long because I just needed to add to my list of what's already on my board as it pertains to the... <laughs> John Sterling, he's he is one of a kind. He is one of a kind. I'm just, where is it? It's right. Oh God, I'm trying to find all the good drops as it pertains to John Sterling. I'll find them. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero is the number if you would like to get involved in the show. What was your hardest sports goodbye? Is the question I want to pose to you because Sergio Romo. It's starting to feel, and you're going to get that. Probably you're not going to feel it until a guy like Brandon Crawford leaves, right? Because you already got Brandon Belt gone. Crawford kind of feels like he's the last of the old crew now. Sergio Romo, he's hanging him up. That hardest sports goodbye. Any sport. Hell, it could be yourself when you hung him up for the last time when you're, you know, in high school or what have you. Oh, there it is. It is gone, but caught. Found it. Just needed to ban for a little. All-timer John Sterling, but again, I digress. Can't wait for his calls the rest of the year. But your hardest sports goodbye, right? I think about when my favorite player in the NBA, Kobe, hung him up. You know, he had that awesome 60-point performance, which also coincided with the Warriors having the greatest regular season record of all time. They're 73-9 and year. And Kobe, like Kobe does, made that whole night about him. Him dropping 60, I don't care if it was on 40-plus shots or whatever. He's going to go out shooting his way, and he did. And he went out with the dub against the Utah Jazz. That was tough, and he did his whole Mamba out thing. And it was, you know, bittersweet. Obviously, the Lakers were bad by then, and it was just kind of like, eh. And whatever, we're going to stay Kobe send off. We got all these celebs here. You know, Jay-Z, Snoop is in the building, everything, all what have you. But it meant a lot to those players. Right, you think about... That Warriors, when they did clinch, all they were talking about afterwards, they just wanted to get to the locker room to watch Kobe. Hey, what's Kobe doing? What's he doing? So it meant a lot to those players, too. And I'm sure it meant a lot to the Giants fans last night, watching Hunter Pence go out to the mound, taking that ball away from Sergio Romo, who, by the way, got a pitch clock violation right off the start of the at-bat. He gets a ball, he gets a ball immediately. It's just, okay. Are we going to read the room here? I actually kind of respect that. I was like, you know what? Everyone was kind of like, don't ruin the moment. We can't have a pitch clock right now. I was like, who cares? I don't think it's spring training. You think Romo cares that he has a ball right there? Stop. You didn't even get anyone out. And then Hunter Pence walks down to the mound after two people are on base. Gets the standing O. One more, that's what's up kind of thing. Doing his little uh, send-off to the mound. And uh, goodbye, Sergio Romo. But it's no, it's, it's see you later. I'm sure he'll be around the team. I'm sure he's just saying goodbye as it pertains to pitching on the mound. Hardest sports goodbye here on the pregame show. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570 is the number. 
Morali, the day Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo, that is, left Real Madrid and Messi leaving Barca was the hardest thing for me. That's tough. Those are two pillars of their sport. And more so, I think, Messi and what he meant, to your point, Morali. Messi and Barcelona, that was Tom Brady and the Patriots. That was Joe Montana and the San Francisco 49ers. That was Mickey Mantle and the New York Yankees. That relationship was so massive. They tried everything they could to keep giving that guy so much money to the point where, you know what? It was just time to move on. And it comes that time in every single sport. And listen, maybe your sports goodbye isn't even that player was wrapping them up. Maybe it wasn't even retirement. Maybe they just got traded and they chose to go to another team. I think of a guy like Frank Gore never putting on a 49ers uniform again after all those other teams that he played for, the Jets, the Dolphins, what have you. So it couldn't. It doesn't have to be hanging them up. It just says your hardest sports goodbye. 888-957-9570, 888 957-9570. Aguero, again. Cristiano Ronaldo leaving Real Madrid. There's another one. See, I don't put Ronaldo there quite, but and maybe it's different. I wasn't really super into Champions League and you know the La Liga back then, back in when he was dominating 2013, 14, what have you. Him and Gareth Bale and whatnot. And yes, get all your Premier League and Champions League takes right here on the pregame show. You're not going to be able to do it anywhere else on 95.7 The Game, only right here, baby. We got Champions League action coming up soon. And Bayern Munich, by the way, they just fired their their coach and Thomas Tuchel's taking over. Former Chelsea manager who won Champions League with them and Christian Pulisic just a few years ago, and he's going to be taking on Pep over in Man City. So there's just so many layers. Again, I'm probably losing what little audience I had already, but I don't care because I could talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about here on 5 a.m. on the pregame show. So 888-957-9570. Giants for Life. Good morning, Spadoni. Thanks for doing the pregame show for the true early grinders. Appreciate you, Giants for Life. Messi had the best midfield of all time behind him during his Barcelona years. Ronaldo didn't have... Now we're turning into... I didn't expect Messi versus Ronaldo debates at 5 this morning, but here we are on the pregame show. Hamza, the T-Wolves will finish in the top six. They are deep. We'll get into the basketball portion. Bad night as it pertains to the Warriors as far as what happened around them in the standings. Don't even play last night, and they fall to the number 7 spot. So they are currently in the plan as it pertains to them and then the Western Conference standings. The Timberwolves, they are tied with them at 39-37, but the Timberwolves have the better conference record. And thus, they have the tiebreaker because they split the season series with the Golden State Warriors. That loss looming large for the Warriors on Sunday, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. We're talking hardest sports goodbyes in honor of Sergio Romo, hanging him up as a San Francisco Giant. Patrick Willis from the 415 on the Comcast Business text line. Patrick Willis for the 49ers wasn't easy to say goodbye to. That one felt like kind of, not abrupt, I want to say, but it was like, you know he had been dealing with the foot injuries for a while. He hadn't been playing super long as it uh, pertains to some of the other guys that were in the league dominating the linebacker position. And yeah, that was a tough one. Patrick Willis, he'll probably get in the Hall of Fame. I think Zach Thomas's candidacy this past year, him getting in, really helps Patrick Willis and his future chances. I'm not saying it could be next year, but he is definitely going to get in. What that tells me, very similar type career paths. Guy like Luke Keekley as well, I think, has also a good shot. Zach Thomas getting in was huge for those guys. So yeah, that's a great one. That's an absolute ring. Brandon Cadiz, Spadoni, are you going to the A's opening day? Might just go see Otani pitch. Yeah, that's basically why anyone would go to that A's opening day. If you're an A's fan, I know. I'm an A's fan too, but very difficult relationship with that team and that owner and putting my hard-earned money into those pockets there. But Otani pitching, that definitely is enticing. Thursday at the Collie, probably not. I really want to. If it was a 1 o'clock game, maybe. I would take the little guy, get him out of school early, and uh, we would go. But 7.30 starts with the toddlers brutal. It's right around nap time, brushing the teeth time, and getting to sleep. So probably not going to do that, Brandon, but there will be other opportunities to see Otani pitch at the college this year, hopefully. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Holy lessons, good morning on the YouTube chat. It's 8 here in Indianapolis. Shout out Indianapolis. 
pre-gamers are all around the country. Respect. In, I've never been to Indianapolis. They have, uh, what is it, The uh, obviously the Combine every year. Is it what St. Elmo's Steakhouse? Is that what they're known for? And then their shrimp cocktails? Am I getting that right? Holy lessons, let me know. Giants for life. Obviously, I'm a Giants fan. Oh, what would give that away? But damn, that's intriguing. Gotta see Otani live at some point, and he won't be a Giant next year. I don't think he's going to be a Giant next year either. So yes, if you are a Giants fan, I would highly recommend, because the Giants will be in New York, you'll probably be watching that game, but if you're not watching the game, or if you have time on your hands, go out to the Collie. Go see Otani pitch. He is, I've already said it, I've already stated it, he is the greatest baseball player I have ever seen. Seen play. Yes, I get it. I haven't seen all those early guys, Willie Mays, what have you. I've seen Barry Bonds. This guy's throwing 100 miles an hour, striking out Mike Trout to win a World Baseball Classic, and also getting doubles. Like, no one else does that. It is St. Elmo's. Thank you, Holy Lessons. But no one else does that. So, yes, go watch Otani if you have time on your hands Thursday at the Coliseum, 888-957-9570. Miguel on the YouTube chat, pre-gamer out here in Korea. Respect. Let's go. Love Korean barbecue. Oh, that sounds great right now at 5 o'clock in the morning, by the way. We're talking uh, hardest sports goodbyes here on the pregame show at 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. It's 9.14 on a Tuesday night over in Korea right now. That's wild. That is wild. Luis Roberson or Roberson. I always got that one uh, confused. Shout out Andre Roberson or Roberson from... OKC Thunder. It looks like most of the teams out of the Warriors have the tiebreaker. Yes. So if we want to get into basketball here, we can do a quick pivot and just look at the Western Conference standings as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors. So they're at 39 and 37 currently, and that is good enough for the seventh seed. They're tied with the Timberwolves. So, but again, I mentioned the conference record is what is in the Timberwolves' favor since they split their season series. Then at eight, you got the Pelicans, who you take on tonight at Chase Center. And by the way, Warriors Live starting at 6 o'clock with John Dickinson. Not going to want to miss that before tip-off at 7.30 with the great Tim Roy. Or check that. Should be at 7 o'clock. So 7 o'clock tip-off with the great Tim Roy right here on 95.7 The Game Hub. All that pre- and post-game coverage for you. Massive game. Feels like every single game now is a must-win for the Golden State Warriors. And where are you at, Warriors fans? 888-957-9570. You concerned? It was not a good night last night. It was not a good night. You had the Bulls getting shellacked against the Clippers. Clippers bolster their lead ahead of you. You had the Timberwolves taking out the Kings. Kings still waiting to have that clinching game to clinch that playoff spot. You had the Suns winning yesterday. So a lot not happening in your favor. And again, the team you're playing tonight, the New Orleans Pelicans, smashing the Trailblazers, who have basically hung it up, are now in the Victor Wembenyama sweepstakes. So 888-957-9570. Where's your concern level at, Warriors fans? Because it's starting to feel like this final stretch here, you're probably going to be without Andrew Wiggins. you got six games. Pelicans tonight, Spurs Friday, both of those are at home, going up in Denver to probably play, play the three-time MVP. I know we were talking about MB last week, and he looked great, and a lot of Warriors fans had great admiration and respect for what he did. Jokic just put up a triple-double yesterday in a win against... Those same 76ers, I know Embiid and Harden were out, but Jokic, my God, every single night, it's just a triple-double, it feels like. He's just un- unreal. So you got the Nuggets on Sunday, and then Tuesday, you have the Oklahoma City Thunder at home. That's going to be a massive game, massive implications there. Josh Giddy, Shea Gilgis, Lou Dort, all them guys, they are playing hard, they are feisty, they are young, they are fast. And then you got the Kings. Against the Warriors. You don't think the Kings would love to beat the Warriors and make them play in a play-in game? Are you kidding me? LTB would love that. And then you got the easy, the laying down, Portland Trail Blazers, Sunday, April the 9th, 1230. Is that a April 9th, Sam, Easter? Is that an Easter Sunday? I think it is. I think that is an Easter Sunday for the Golden State Warriors, and it could either be great or it could be horrible. I think it is, Sam. I'm a good Catholic. I'm wearing my crucifix this morning. It is Easter Sunday, and will the Warriors... I was going to do a Jesus con. Will the Warriors rise out of the play-in game? I don't know if they will. Is that okay? Is that allowed? Am I allowed to do a Jesus joke at 5 a.m.? It's okay, everyone. It's all right. I don't eat meat on Fridays. 
Good Catholic. Sam knows. I get the veggie uh, delight from Gambino's across the street. 888 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. We'll continue to take your calls and texts on the YouTube chat as well. Hardest sports goodbyes in honor of Sergio Romo hanging him up with the San Francisco Giants. Continue to talk about the Golden State Warriors and Festus Azili, former Golden State Warrior, now pre and post game analyst for Warriors Live on NBC Sports Bay Area. You see him with Bonte all the time. You see him with Chris Mullen. He was on with Willard and Dibbs yesterday, and he was talking about players around the league still fearing the Warriors. You know, you've heard that sentiment from a couple people now on the station and a couple of analysts around the country that there's no fear for the Warriors. There's respect, but no fear. Chuck Cooperstein was on with the Morning Roast last week. Uh, radio voice of the Dallas Mavericks. He basically said the same thing. Festus disagrees, and here's what he had to say with Willard and Dibbs. Here's the deal, and I'll tell you this because I've talked to other NBA players around the NBA. I don't care what you see and what you've seen in a regular season. Every player all around the NBA understands that when the playoffs start, this is a different Warriors team. And until they prove me wrong and until they show differently, you can't really doubt them. I, I talk to different players on other teams and I say, what do you think about the Warriors' struggles? They say, well, it's really weird what we're watching, but we're never going to discount the Warriors because they've proven to us over and over and over every year. Last year was not different because last year they finished the the last 40 games they were 500 and so we wondered last season what are they going to look like especially with Steph coming back the first game of the playoffs how are they going to look with him coming off the bench and they just showed us that there is a difference between the champion mindset when the playoffs comes on and the regular season so at the end of the day I don't have a real reason that I can explain and point to you this is what I see on the road because it's just not the same team they don't play like the same team it's not the same effort and zest and everything that I watch but I will say that when the playoffs come on that I still would not put my money anywhere else but for Warriors. And that's what it's going to come down to, I think, for a lot of Warriors fans, a lot of analysts, a lot of people that cover the team for this long. It's, well, how's it going to look in the playoffs? Playoffs is a different animal. You know, yeah, this team struggled in the regular season, but oh, give me them in a series. They've never lost a Western Conference series on their Steve Kerr. Well, eventually, I think they are. That has to happen eventually, right? Like, you're not just going to keep winning a title every single season. And it's just, when I watch this team, at home versus on the road. And now you're kind of see it seeping into at home at times. Like this last game, that was a road kind of loss for the Warriors. Like that's something we've seen from them all throughout this season. But now it's seeping in at home. And that was a massive game because now you don't have that tiebreaker over the Timberwolves. Now it's going by conference record and the Timberwolves, they're streaking. That was a hell of a back to back for the Timberwolves, Warriors, then Kings. Like that is not easy. And they beat both those teams. And they are solidified, and they are playing well, and they are getting healthy. Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards didn't, didn't play that well the last two games, and they still won. You got slow-mo Kyle Anderson. You got Rudy Gobert is making plays. Like, I can't stand watching him play, but he's playing well. I'll give the guy credit there. Chris Finchie, Steiny's homie, he's got those guys playing well. So it is very, very, very scary for the Golden State Warriors as it pertains to these final six games. It's scary hours. Shout out Drake. Pelicans tonight. It all starts there with Warriors Live at 6 o'clock with John Dickinson right here on 95.7 The Game. That coverage right here before tossing over to the great Tim Roy will be on the call at 7 o'clock at Chase Center. Pelicans. Warriors. No Zion, though. That kind of sucks. I miss seeing Zion. Brandon Ingram, he's out there. He's a baller. You know what he's about. He's going to get his... Can't wait for the Kaminga matchup again on there. And it's going to be interesting to see how this Gary Payton II edition continues to evolve. Because one thing I will say, and we didn't touch on it a lot yesterday because we were more celebrating the fact of Gary Payton to come back and stuff like that, but it did make Dante DiVincenzo's role a little harder. You know, he was in that Gary Payton II role throughout this season. Coming in off the bench at times, starting at times, being that grinder on defense, getting those hustle plays, those hustle rebounds, flying all over the court. He's still going to be that guy, but it's going to be in different spots, and he's going to be asked to do different things at different times, and the minute allocation is going to differ on night to night out. How is that going to mess with his psyche, with his confidence level? All of these things in these final six games are going to have to work themselves out, and I don't know if you have enough time to work all those things out before the start of the playoffs or the play-ins, which is what you are currently in right now. So a lot of questions that still need to be answered as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570 is the number if you would like to get involved. 
And see a lot of you on the Comcast business text line. 928, the NorCal finally wants that Warriors or Sacramento playoff series. I would love that. Would love nothing more than that to happen. Warriors, they need to stay out of that play-in game, though. That's what they're in right now. Don't get it twisted. They are in the play-in game. And when I look at this schedule, Pelicans tonight, Spurs Friday, and then Nuggets, Thunder, Kings, Blazers. Oh, will you take three and... Th- Is three and three good enough to get you in... I should say, get you out of that play-in spot? Is that good enough to get you to the six? And let's look at the T-Wolves remaining schedule, because that's going to be crucial. T-Wolves schedule... They got also six games remaining in the season. They got the Suns tomorrow. Their schedule is a, mm, they're actually kind of comparable. So Suns tomorrow in Phoenix. That wraps up their road trip. This is a massive one. Friday, home against the Lakers. That's going to be a huge game. That's going to be a primetime. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois matchup D'Lo coming back to play at minnesota there lebron james he is back apparently he saw the lebron james defeat we all know that so he's fine anthony davis carl anthony towns anthony edwards that's going to be a huge matchup t wolves blazers sunday then they got the nets then they got the spurs and then they got the pelicans so i see kind of three and three right there as well like, this is going to be so fascinating to watch these final six games. And when's the last time you cared about the last six games of an NBA season as pertained to the Golden State Warriors? Was it that play-in game type a couple of years ago? You're just hoping, you know, to just get in there. You'll see what happens kind of a thing. There was no Clay Thompson. There's no legit expectations. This is, they could be in the play-in game. They could potentially be out if they have a skid. This is all on the table for the Golden State Warriors, and we will have all that coverage right here on 95.7 The Game, 888-957-9570. If you would like to get involved, we are continuing to take your sports goodbye, your hardest sports goodbye, as we honor Sergio Romo, him hanging it up in Major League Baseball, send off with the Giants last night in a loss to the Oakland Athletics, 888-957-9570. We'll continue to take those calls on that. Continue to talk to the Golden State Warriors. We have some 49ers news as it pertains to Brock Purdy. And it makes me feel like Trey Lance's days are numbered as it pertains to the San Francisco 49ers. I'll explain on the other side. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. Warriors taking on the Pelicans tonight. Warriors Live, 6 o'clock with John Dickinson. Before tossing it over to the great voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy, who will be on the call again. Massive, massive implications each and every game now for the Warriors. Just six games left, and they are currently in the play-in game scenario. So you want to stay out of that. What's it going to take? Four and two. I'm seeing on the text line from Morali on the YouTube. 
chat I am seeing, rather. If you would like to get involved on the Comcast business text line, or if you would like to call it 888-957-9570-888-957-9570 is the number. We're continuing to take your hardest sports goodbyes in honor of Sergio Romo, who hung him up last night for the San Francisco Giants. And I got a text here from the uh, Comcast business text line. Got a couple of funny ones I want to get to, but the the Warriors ones first. Uh, 925 on the Comcast business text line. Can we talk about how Sergio got hosed by the Giants last night? They should have just let that dude at least get an out. I think he was genuinely pissed when he uh, when Hunter came out and got him. Eh, I don't think so. He had a smile on his face. He didn't care. Whatever. At that point, it's just like they weren't winning that game. I don't think it was that big of a deal, so... Uh, Sam, you got something you want to say on this? Well, also, yeah, he went on the broadcast later and he said uh, that he had been on the couch basically for like five, six months before they signed him. So he had like two weeks or something to ramp up for this. So, yep. I mean, how much could he actually really throw last night? Yeah, you don't want to blow. Guy's 40 years old. He's a senior citizen, for God's sakes. Well, he's like, let him go out there and have his fun. You know, would you come like on. to get an out? Yeah, but like, come on. They're not going to make him pitch an actual inning. Let's let's be real, people. Looked better than Ross Stripling, I'll tell you that. Oh, boy. Don't want to get into that, Sam. Well, you got the you know the the nineteen twenty seven you know Yankees out there in that A's lineup. So got to got to really tip their captain. I mean, he lined up with Shea Langliers, and it mm-hmm. has to be feared. That's Sam Lubman. He knows his baseball. Garlic fries and baseball guys coming up on a podcast center near you. Come um, back today, actually. Oh, let's go! New episode of Garlic fries and baseball guys. So check that out on uh, download the Odyssey app, and you'll be able to find it right there. So Odyssey app, we're all over in Indianapolis, we're in Korea, we're everywhere. So find that uh, YouTube as well. 203 from the Xfinity, check that, the Comcast business tax line. Don't want to make a mistake. 203 from the Comcast business tax line. Spadoni, I'll fight you outside of Chase if the Warriors choke and end up in the plan. Why are you going to fight me? What I do? It's not, not my fault that they might end up in the plan. Not my fault you lost to Carlton Towns because of horrible, two horrible turnovers. One from Draymond Green, who, by the way, did you hear what he had to say? Apparently, he would love playing the Sacramento Kings. In the playoffs, not because he thinks they're going to beat him. <laughs> it's the travel. Oh, heaven forbid he traveled too far. He did make a good point, though, as it pertains to how they traveled last year. The fact that Memphis, Tennessee is in the Western Conference, and I get it because they moved from Vancouver, is pretty ridiculous. Like, come on. Like, when they finally do the NBA expansion, and if they get a team in like Vegas or something like that, can we finally switch those two so that we can we can finally just have actual alignment when it comes to geography. Like, I was... The same goes for, like, the Dallas Cowboys being in the NFC East, but they're, like, in... Like, Texas is not the East. It's, like, the South... Southwest, like... No. No. I see... Like, what is it? Iron Eagle? The No, no, no. No, no, no. That's how I feel about how some of the alignments go as it pertains to uh, sports and regions. No. 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 No, no. No, no. Thank you, Ian. Great calls, by the way. Ian Eagle crushes it on the CBS broadcast, not just for football, but he gets that college basketball feel going very, very well. They just have all their elite guys. They got Kevin Harlan, Ian Eagle, Jim Nance, Brian Anderson, all the Turner guys. They are all so elite at what they do, and it's a real, it's a, it's a joy to watch. I miss uh, Gus Johnson on there though. Heartbreak City. He was always so good. He's on Fox now. He does a lot of the big games on Fox for. Uh, Pac-12 and stuff with Joel Klatt. He does a great job there. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Wanted to get to this. Uh, little 49ers nuggets from yesterday at the owners and coaches meetings in Arizona. You know, those happen every single year. Kind of after a little after free agency blows over. They talk about potential rule changes, all this sort of stuff. And uh, Sean Payton's been making the rounds, wanting the... Uh, roughing the passer call to be a reviewable call. We'll see if that gets passed. Are you in or out, uh, in or out on that? 888-957-9570. I think I'm in on it. Like It just kind of seems like a no-brainer. But then we saw with when they reviewed pass interference, and it's just like, eh, I still, uh, it's pass interference. Like the, the calls never changed when he challenged it. It was like a rare thing. So they just took away the challenge on that. That one seemed kind of dumb. So I, I feel like if we do pass that, it might be a one-year trial thing, and then they get rid of it. So let's see. I wouldn't be down. Uh, I wouldn't be mad at that. John Lynch, he talked to uh, reporters yesterday and talked about his young quarterback Brock Purdy and thinks his success last season, that little sample size, he thinks it's sustainable. 
just the, the way he played, the way he processed, the way he led. It was very impressive. You know? I, yes, you're right. He's, he's done a part of one year. But the way he did it, not just that he did it, the way he did it, I think gave a lot of confidence to everybody in our building. You know, he, he earned that. It was, you know, there, there's some things that surprised me. We thought this was a seasoned guy. We knew he was a guy who processed really well. I had no idea he was that good athlete. I really didn't. His escape ability, those things really, I knew he was a good athlete. I knew he had a nice thing time. You know, you just, there's always that projection. Okay, he did this in college. How's it going to translate? It really kind of surprised us how uh, how adept he was at being elusive and extending plays but also playing within the system so kind of did everything well and is there room for growth absolutely but he uh, he has left us all with a lot of confidence that he's a real guy i mean that uh, you know and uh, we're excited about that so that's john lynch praising his young quarterback brock purdy uh he is currently recovering still they say Hopefully by training camp, he's going to be available. Again, he still has that massive brace on his arm. You can start throwing here in, what, about 8 to 10 weeks, maybe just start throwing, getting ramping that strength back up on that arm. But this was the interesting quote from yesterday. And again, this is John Lynch, general manager of the San Francisco 49ers, talking at the owners and coaches meeting. And here's what he had to say about the current starters in the quarterback room for the San Francisco 49ers. I think Brock has earned the right with the way he played that he's probably the leader in the clubhouse at that. You know, I'll let Kyle make those kind of decisions, but I know when we talk, I think Brock's probably earned that right to be the be the guy if we were to line up. He'd probably take that first snap. And I'm um, really excited about where Trey is at with his progress from his injury. He's been working really hard and, you know, love the opportunity to be able to bring in Sam Darnold and his skill set. We think it's a really good fit. So we like that room a lot. So after being non-committal at the end of the season, what happened between then and now? Well, the surgery happened. The surgery must have been a great success because they feel confident enough to say that Brock is their QB1, right? Like before that, Kyle Shanahan was saying at his end of season press conference uh, just a couple months ago, basically saying, we feel like we have two starting quarterbacks with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Since then... You've added Sam Darnold, Brock Purdy's had surgery, fast forward to now, Brock's the leader in the clubhouse. Okay, do you agree? 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Has Brock Purdy done enough to be the bona fide QB1 going into next season? He played well. He did. I feel like that's like the highest of heights we're going to see from Brock Purdy, but if that that's the case, that's pretty damn good. I still want to see Trey Lance, though. I mean, you have all this draft capital on the kid, and maybe he will get an opportunity. Maybe he plays well. Maybe Brock's not ready the first couple weeks. Maybe Trey shows you something. He is going to have to do that if he wants to stick around on this team. Is there a chance? And now, just stay with me here. Is there a chance they try to trade Trey Lance during the NFL draft? You think they try to flip him? And this this is an interesting NFL draft, and I, I keep hearing this from a lot of the GMs that have been going around to some of these pro days for some of the quarterbacks and stuff like that. It's a very unique, that's the word I keep hearing, unique NFL draft. No player, no same player or quarterback, I should say, is like the other. You got C.J. Stroud, who looks like he's the best of both the athlete, the throwing ability, all that sort of stuff, the most poised, the most prepared. You got Bryce Young, who's in that category, but this physical stature is not quite up to a C.J. Stroud and is really not quite up to a guy like an Anthony Richardson who has all the skill set and all the elite tools, and this guy is just a beast, but the inaccuracy is still there. Then you got a guy like Will Levis, who was supposed to be the kind of the projected number one guy to go out this year prior to this past season, but he had a bad year. Lost some offensive linemen, didn't look great at times, but he has got all those same skill sets as a C.J. Stroud. So lots of different little storylines to take from that little snippet from John Lynch, and we'll continue to monitor that, Brock Purdy's arm, his rehab, all that sort of stuff, as OTAs are going to be fast approaching. The NFL draft just a month away here. Cannot wait for that. I love the NFL draft. I'm a junkie for the draft. And uh, where is it this year? I think it's in Kansas City. Ugh. Other than the barbecue, that's great, but ugh. Can't stand those guys. Freaking champions again. 888-957-9570. we got one more segment coming up here for you. 
Joe Shaskin and join me for the crossover. We're continuing to take your calls and texts. What was your hardest sports goodbye in honor of Sergio Romo? We're continuing to talk about the Warriors' upcoming schedule starting tonight. Warriors live at 6 o'clock for the Warriors versus the Pelicans. Tip-off at 7, and Tim Roy will be on that call again. All that pre- and post-game coverage right here on 95.7 The Game. The game uh, crossover coming up next, Joe Shasky. 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pre-game show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show. Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. Warriors taking on the Timberwolves tonight. Coverage of that starts at 6. Joe Shasky, you may have just heard his voice there, creeping over into the mic. Oh, it's all good, Joe. Wearing his cool top baseball shirt. He's going to join me here for the crossover in just a second. Getting his mic ready, getting the cameras all ready. Uh, we're doing our... Top of the morning. Top of the morning to you, Joe. And we've been doing our whole morning in honor of Sergio Romo, hanging him up. Our uh, hardest sports goodbyes. Whether that's you hanging him up in high school, mm. whether that's saying goodbye to a guy like Sergio Romo, whether for me it was when Kobe hung him up, dropped that 60-point game on like 50 bazillion Bonds. shots. Bonds. there you go. So it was a Barry Bonds for you. Yeah, I remember the last couple of years of Bonds, um, I really made a concerted effort to soak it all in. He had missed the, I think it was the 05 season, almost in entirety, because of the knee injury. And uh, I remember 06, 07. And that's why I was so devastated he didn't do the home run derby at at t ah. Park. But, uh, yeah, that was one of them. And then Harbaugh. You know, the final couple weeks of Harbaugh was really difficult. Yeah, that whole th- all the, the toxicity was kind of leaking it out. Though the writing was on the wall. Harbaugh's going to be out of there. That loss to the Raiders was a bad one. Kaepernick mm. wasn't Kaepernick wasn't talking to the media. He's being pissy. KD was a good one. That's a good one. That oh yeah, KD's a really good one. That's going to be so fast. KD felt like a year and a half in the making. Yes, you right? just knew it was coming, kind of a thing. I, I was still in denial. I think mine probably was. And mine was a trade. It was It was probably, and I said uh, Kobe, but now that I'm thinking about it, the Khalil Mack one was really hard. Yeah. Just trading him abruptly like that. We're like, John Gruden, when he comes in, everything, oh, we're going to do everything we can to keep this guy. He's going to be a Raider for a long time. Gone. And that was just kind of sums up the John Gruden era, too. Gone. Just like that. <laughs> just, God, I'm so happy. A lot of optimism G- with Jimmy G right now. A lot of optimism. Yeah, yeah, a lot of optimism. Mark Davis basically admitting to uh, Ziegler and McDaniels. By the way, he had an article in The Athletic with, I think it was uh, Vic Tafer. I t- saw that. Sean Reed. Basically admitting, he's like, yeah, I don't know. You guys, uh, I think the team's not going to be great, basically, is what he's going to say next year. He's like, yeah, I wasn't surprised. I was like, can we just not talk? Please? What's harder? Let me ask you this. What's harder? Seeing uh, a slow decline and having someone retire or, you know, they, they leave the team organically because of either the end of their career or they've kind of played their last snap with the team or an abrupt trade? That's a great question. Because I'm going to go to two Because ab- Sorry, not to cut you off, because that was the Kobe thing was way different than the Khalil thing. That's what I'm saying. Because the Khalil was... Because just out of nowhere, he was in the prime of his career. He's DPOY, disappointing season, but that's okay. We're going to revamp. We got a new head coach, all that sort of stuff. And then, and I think that coincided with the move yeah. too, pretty quickly after that. So that kind of sucks yeah, yeah. too. Um, but the Kobe thing, you're right. Injuries, older. The team around him was horrible. He wasn't taking a pay cut. So you just saw that gradual decline. It's like, oh man, he's he's not up there with LeBron anymore. He's not up there with Steph. He's not up there with KD. Willis and Buster Posey, to me, both retired abruptly mm. and kind of out of nowhere. And so when I look at Patrick Willis and Buster Posey, it happens so quick. But after the fact, like, God, we miss that person. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt as much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I will never forget when they traded Kevin Mitchell to the Seattle Mariners. I came home and it was on Sports Center. It's like three thirty, you know, whatever. And I was devastated. It ended up being one of the great Giants trades of all time. But I, I, Kevin Mitchell was my guy. A lot yeah. of people loved Will Clark. I loved Kevin Mitchell. Yeah. That was my dude. For all sure. right, he had swag. The way he stood in the box, I was right-handed. Loved that dude. And they traded him for Billy Swift, John Burkett, and Dave, or excuse me, Billy Swift. Mike Jackson and Dave Burba, and it ended up being one of the great trades in Giants history. The other one, and I was devastated because of it. The other one was Matt Williams getting traded for what I believe was Julian Tavares, Jim Poole, but maybe Jim Poole went back with Matt Williams, and you got Jeff Kent, and you had no idea Jeff Kent would be Jeff Kent. Totally. No, and then- Omar Vizca- uh, not Omar Vizcal, there was uh, Jose Vizcaino might have also been in that deal. Totally. Uh, real quick here, I'm seeing some stuff. Not because you're off. Sorry, I was I was no. listening, but 
They're saying uh, a lot of NBA apps, people are looking, reading between the leagues. They, uh, Wiggins is listed on an NBA app that he's a game-time decision. I don't know what that means. What? We'll see. I don't know. What? That, that was just on an app. So <laughs> maybe, maybe if that's a in CBS sports list. So we'll see. I don't know if that's, that, that's a glitch or if that's a legit thing. We'll see on that. Six games left, Shasky. And real quick, before we get to the Warriors, because they took an L last night. I don't they didn't even play last night. I pontificate on that because if that's not true, then we'll get canceled oh, well, by well, America. 553. For God knows what. Uh, if you say it another 10 minutes, you will. You actually get exonerated from the pregame show. We're actually exonerated from all the rest of the show. So, uh, or the station, I should say. But Sergio Romo, um, oh, hanging him up. Is, just, it. just what are your thoughts overall? Forever Giant, part of the core four. Um, everyone loved him. He was always in all the funny commercials. Your thoughts on Sergio Romo hanging him up? A variety of things. Number one, it's signifying like that era is over. Like I know we got Brandon Crawford still on the team. He's the last guy. He's the last guy, last man standing. So when I look at Sergio Romo, I think it's a testament to Giants fans. We talk so much crap. Oh, baseball's dying. People don't care. Bay Area's got soft fans. Like, pick any one of the the silly narratives you see. I, you're an Ace fan. How many Ace fans say Giants fans are stupid? Oh, well, yeah, it's like, oh, they're not real fans. Yeah, it's just, it just happens all the time. Think about what Sergio Romo, the reception he got over the internet and on in real time at the game yesterday and just leading up to it. This is a 40-year-old pitcher who played on a zillion different teams. Yes, he was the key component to multiple World Series championships. You don't win any three, any of the three without him. He really was only the closer for two seasons. One and a half, if we're being totally honest. He got the 38 saves one year, the 23 saves the other year. After that, he he was really a setup man. I mean, he was really started off as a seventh inning guy, worked his way up to the eighth inning. Obviously, Wilson goes down, he becomes your closer, and his iconic moments in the playoffs, striking out Miguel Cabrera, knocking out the Jay Bruce. He's got so many different moments. Him being on the mound when Scudero is going backwards into the rain uh, against the St. Louis Cardinals. But like to me, the fact that we hold him in such high regard shows how sophisticated. The baseball fan is here in the Bay Area. Yeah. How many other organizations are going to be giving that guy that kind of a reception? They just do it right, and that's why it's just it's it's. And I think like you mentioned the A's fans, it's just a lot of envy from an organization like that. Like you don't see this a lot in sports, where it's just you get these final goodbyes and you get a chance to have all that the video graphic. They just do everything. Think such, about this. They just do everything in such a classy way. That's the, I the term I would use. A lot of class with the Giants and, and organization. They haven't been perfect. No, but but they do do pomp and circumstance better than anyone, in my estimation, of the barrier teams, the Giants do the ceremony better than anyone. Yes, right? I would agree. They're number one. They can pull at the heartstrings better than any Absolutely. other team. Now, I think the Warriors, because their lack of elite history is is against them, I, I think they will be very good at it someday. Yes. Right, yes. you know what I mean. When the when the big guys like uh, Steph, uh, Dre, and Clay finally hang them Absolutely. up, it's going to definitely tug at the heartstrings. And, and uh, so, like Sergio Romo, to me, he embodied everything it means. Think of all the people that have moved to San Francisco for whatever reason to find gold back in the the gold rush days, to find themselves, to to find better employment, opportunity, whatever it might be. Right, what they do, it's what makes San Francisco and this community, the Bay Area, such a great melting pot. They take their ancestry and their culture and they come here and they indoctrinate it within the, the bigger culture that's already here and established and they become part of the community. Yeah. Think of Sergio. Sergio Romo came here and became part of the Bay Area lexicon, if you will. Totally. He, he was using our verbiage. That's what's up. Remember him yep. in E40? Oh, totally. All right. And then, but like he still held firm on his own roots, yeah. his Mexican roots. And I just love that about him. And I think that he really endeared himself. And this is one element that I think is really underrated when it comes to the Giants. They have a rich Latin American history when it comes to their team uh, of how they've assembled it over the years. And I look at the roster that they've got now, I don't see that same diversity. And part of the beauty of what made the Giants the Giants was not only were they at the forefront of bringing in African American players, but I mean, think of it. The Alouz, Marichal, Cepeda, they had so many guys coming um, from Latin America and Central America. They, they, they were first to have a Japanese player in the National League. Um, you know, so I just look at like the diversity of the roster and putting it, it was a reflection of the Bay Area. Totally. And to see him come out to that song and you get that whole mariachi feel it just felt very oh, san francisco El, El Michon is just one of the all-time walk-up songs and maybe in honor of uh of uh sergio Ram hanging up what's your go-to all-time walk-up song i, I said hot in here now is mine what was, what was yours real quick again the, your your walk-up song dx yeah oh 
Degeneration X. But like the other part about Sergio Romo, he was really a one pitch guy. Oh, totally. I mean, That's he was the no dot slider, yeah. and then he'd mix in that eighty eight mile an hour fastball every yeah. now and then. He's like five ten. Okay. Oh yeah. He had the bum knee. Like, and this is something that I, I was telling the little leaguers yesterday at practice. Okay, and I, I just bear with me. To play in the NBA, could you be a six foot guy playing the app? Yes, you can. The likelihood is so slim. Yes. It's so slim. Now, I'm not saying that baseball is littered with six-foot guys who are superstars, but you're much more likely to be a Dustin Pedroia type yes. you know, in baseball than in basketball. Like yes. The Muggsy Bogueses are few and far between. Well, and also, I like I, I was talking about this similar, not the same, but... Like you're the way you come up in baseball is so different than any other sport. Like you could be from what? What was the college? Uh, I'm sorry, Colorado uh, Mesa University in Grand Junction, Colorado. I could go to uh, Monterey Peninsula That's College. What I'm I can go to Berkeley City yeah, College. Or right out of high school. Right out of high school. Like, like there's a variety of ways it's to make so it. So different. Tim Anderson didn't even play baseball in high school at all. He went to a yeah. junior college and played baseball. It's crazy. A, G- a lot of JCs and, co- and, and some, some guys who get drafted in the top ten don't even play in the majors. So, like, it's every single yes. like if you can play, exactly. you can play. Get up there and make the most of your you, opportunities. You have to make the most of your opportunity. And Sergio Romo in six World Series appearances, zero point zero zero ERA. Him clutch. Affelt. Javi Lopez, Brian Wilson. I can go to the whole entire starting uh, staff, the yeah. Johnny the Sanchez's and the Vogel songs. Yeah. How many great pitchers had their best seasons with the holy trinity of Rigetti, Bochi, and Posey? All-timers. All-timers right there. You know who's an all-timer? That guy right there, Joe Shasky. <laughs> He's joining Bonte Hill next. Antonio, uh, Antonio Daniels joining you guys? He looks incredible in a turtleneck. I don't know if you saw. <laughs> no, I did not see the picture. I mean, Jesus. He, I, some of these guys that pull, I'm too fat around the neck uh, no, you tell, to be able to pull off. You got you to get the hair right here to somewhat cover it, uh, but it's not looking that great uh, I got this the morning. Rooster going. I need, no, I need to shave as well. That's Joe Shasky. He's joining Bonte Hill up next. Morning, Gross. Antonio Daniels, 650 to get you ready for Pelicans versus the Warriors. That's going to be at 6 o'clock starting the Warriors Live before tip off at 7 right here on 85 7 the game. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 